Introduce us. Explain that Brian's here. You took, you took too much time off. That's a problem. Dude, it was really rough last time we did it, I felt. Yeah, we've only recorded once since we like had, were taking all this time off. And yeah, it was like, it was fine. But like, we all were kind of like, yeah, it didn't really come back naturally. To be honest, Brian, I think it might be fizzling out, man. No way. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hop on, man. Every time Brian emails, we're like, all right, I guess we do need to record. I listen every week. Do you want to come on as our PR? As the P- PR liaison, Dude, yeah, yeah. No. PR person. So, so <laughs> how do you, do you ever sleep? Like, like it seems like you're just constantly Me? doing something. Yeah. Oh, I go to bed super early. Yeah, I go. I go to sleep. I, we, I mean, we get in bed at like ten o'clock. I get, I get up early. I we yeah, I get up. Go. I mean, not like um, the self help guy. You know, get up, but. 4 a.m. before everybody else and get three hours of work done. Like I get Ten up at things like successful people do before breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I, I get up at like seven, eight o'clock, but I get up at seven, eight o'clock and then like fuck off for like two or three hours, you know, drink yeah. my coffee and, and chill out. And then, um, mm-hmm. no, I don't, I, I am very busy, but um, not necessarily being productive at doing things. That makes sense. That sounds I mean, a little bit. What familiar. point are you trying to make, James? Just that, well, I it guess seems like he gets a lot done. So every few months, y'all are one of my favorite bands. So every few months, (laughs) I do this with a few bands, actually. I go down like a Google rabbit hole and just like look up the band, see if there's new interviews or whatever going on. And it's like, yeah, like new splits, new artwork, different version of something going out. Or like the Withering Studios thing that you sent out. Thank you, man. Yep. Oh yeah, there you go. But months ago, like I'm, like on that thing, I like I'm like months behind because I've been so slammed at the record shop and per, you know, family stuff that like, uh, like I'm behind on that. That stuff is like, that stuff's always like smoke and mirrors because it's like, um, we just do a batch of like a big batch of stuff kind of all at once, and then mm-hmm. we just parcel it out so it just seems like it's like consistent output, mm-hmm. but it's really like. We just kind of crammed it all in one session and then, you know, kind of sprinkled things out. But we'll see. I don't know. We're, we're having like a dip. We're trying a different approach right now. So maybe it'll be healthier, better or something. I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. All right. going to get edited James, out again. I can't help myself, hostage. guys. We got to start the episode. Okay. We got to start the real well, episode. I don't know where, where we're at. Probably everything from, from here is edited out, I guess. But welcome to Club Club. My name's James. I'm joined by Hannah and Patrick, as usual. Conspicuously absent today is Zach. He has a migraine or something. Get well soon, Zach. But here to talk all about the deteriorating situation in Afghanistan, uh, Brian Funk from now. What's up? Go ahead. What? What do you? What am I supposed to do? Go ahead. What? (laughs) I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. Um, it's 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 your time to shine here, man. You picked the album for us this week. You know, I picked the album, and I'm actually kind of. I hope I hope we all listen to the, the right one. Um, Patrick I and I were eating dinner right before this, and he was like, "Are we listening to the right album?" Yeah. And 
I went back and looked at your email and I clicked okay, the good. Spotify link good, again. Good. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, but I was like, there's a chance that I'm going to listen to the wrong the, one. The two albums have like yeah. very similar. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I assume you're familiar with both of them. So I'm more, was, well, I'm more so familiar with one than the other one. So. Okay, what's the, fir- what's the first song called? Oh, shit. I'd have to look. I don't, I don't, I know like three of the song titles. I guess I should be looking at this. Uh, nobody's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, we, good. We All did right. it. We're good. <laughs> we listened to the right one. All right. That's gonna happen eventually. Where we, we screw up, but uh, well, this also because James always has like alternate album art for every album we listen. This would to, definitely be an have. easy one to screw up, just because they're called Dios Malos. One of the records is called Dios, right? And then one of them mm-hmm. yeah. is the one we're listening. To. This one's called Dios, and one's called Dios yeah. Malos. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so. And the band was originally called Dios. And then changed their name. And then yeah. they changed their well, the, name to Dios. Yeah, yeah. The, the first time I saw them, they were called Dios. And then the next time when they came yeah. back, they, they changed it to Dios Malos. Wow. Dios. If I want, I'll let you know. If I want, I'll just say so. This is like the Gia Margaret situation all over. So, how did you hear about this band? Why did you pick it? Uh, how did I hear about this band? I saw them. I saw them. I don't know. I'm trying to remember tonight um, when and where I even saw them. It must have been 2004, 2005, probably at this uh, dive bar um, called the Mermaid Lounge, which was a sort of like um, standard dive bar where a ton of like indie rock shows happened in new orleans from like the mid 90s through like uh maybe up till katrina maybe a little bit after katrina i can't remember when it when it closed down um i saw them there and then they came back maybe a year or so later and played uh one-eyed jacks which was also called the shim sham club i I think it was one-eyed jacks by then it was like kind of like a bigger club in the french quarter um mm-hmm. i don't know why i was trying to remember why i mean the second time i went and saw them i was definitely going to see them but they were probably opening up for somebody bigger but i, I can't remember who um i know they're kind of tied to granddaddy that indie rock band really some maybe they played one of those shows but i i can't imagine i would have been going to see granddaddy um <laughs> The first time I saw them, there might have been like a local band that I was going to see. Like there was a, um, there was a band like an instrumental kind of post rock indie band called uh, Mexico 1910. Those from here that was great, um, and I might have been going to see them and stayed for Dios Malos and just liked them a lot. And then, uh, you know, went and saw them again at the other show. There was also like I, at the time I, there was. Um, 
I had a crush on some girl and I might have been going hoping I'd see her at one of the shows. <laughs> so it could have been that. Um, that kind of few years I was going to I was going to just a ton of shows in general. So it might have just been a random I was just randomly at a show and they played and I liked them. Mm-hmm. Dude, um, I used to do that. If I see one band that I know, I'm like, all right, I'll go. I'm yeah. Gonna... I mean, I would go. I mean, I would go to shows just if it sounded interesting or um you know like there was a period of time where i was putting on so many shows like i, I booked shows down here for like 20 years and mm-hmm. um you know i was always i always had a flyer for stuff for my stuff so like if i just knew a show was happening somewhere i might just go to flyer the show um mm. so there's no telling why there was no i don't know i don't know <laughs> My memory is not good enough. It's great on like the shows I did, but it's not quite so good on like uh, just random shows I went to. But yeah, uh, yeah randomly saw them, grabbed the CD, uh, did not, the CD did not click with me. Was it this album we listened to or a different it, one? Yeah, it was, it was this record. And um, there's a, a couple of songs I really liked off of it that I, there's like one or two songs I'd put on mixtapes all the time, but it wasn't a record I listened to a lot. Uh, until recently, me and Emily were just started rewatching the OC. Um, yeah, that one song was in it. Yeah, and that one song was in it. And I was like, man, what does this song know this song? <laughs> and we looked it up and I was like, oh, That's yeah. Awesome. And, uh, and then I just started listening to it on Spotify, um, like continuously, basically. And, mm-hmm. and they're, they're all, everything they have on Spotify, but, but like this record, like over and over again. Um, yeah. And did it resonate with you more? Yeah. Now I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now like the whole record, I mean, the, the thing, the thing for me is like, um, in the early two thousands, I was probably like still enmeshed in like hardcore and listening to like a lot of hardcore, uh, metalcore, whatever. Um, so there was like only like a handful of things outside of that, that I would like constantly come back to or like really dig into. But but definitely now, like this is like more more up my alley. Yeah, so I was not familiar with this band. I had never heard of them. Um, so I was glad when you picked it. Um and I liked it a lot. Um I thought that like my kind of overall take was just that like it felt like thick with influences. Like every single song I was basically like, This sounds like X. Um Yeah, I was doing the same thing. So I I really enjoyed that aspect of it. We can get into more who, specific. Who wants to like describe describe what they sound like? Patrick? I think you just volunteered. Uh, are you okay with that, Brian? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I mean, I would I put like I put slowcore in the genre tags in my music library for this. But maybe that's a reach. And then I, I just put like general indie rock or indie pop, but I was reminded a lot of built to spill which is a band I really, really like. And then um, Elliot Smith as well. It's like one of the first things I th- thought of when I, when I first, first turned it on, which is cool. It's like a nice, cozy sound or something. It's like got twangy guitars. There's a, there's some piano, a lot of different instrumentation, some synths at times. 
whispered vocals and a lot of dynamics like quiet loud quiet loud sometimes and acoustic guitars too is that a terrible job yeah good job what did he miss patrick um i don't know if this album was actually home recorded but it kind of sounds that way and from what i read about the band it, it kind of seems like they were into home recording mm-hmm. and four track type stuff and i feel like it definitely has that type of sound to it which it's kind of charming um like there's i feel like there's something slightly weird about like how the drums sound but just kind of that's just how the album sounds you know if i want i'll take you back if i want Yeah, the the recording uh, kind of reminds me of um, that Sublime four track record, Robin in the Hood. I, I don't actually know it. <laughs> yeah, well, the, it's I'll have to go check I it mean, out. just um, I was actually yeah, and I, I I read something too about that. Like the main guy, like was um super into like four track stuff. Mm. Uh, and once I read that, I was like, oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Of like just the sort of like o- over like overdubbing, like weird overdubs and uh weird like sampled a lot of like samples yeah. and right. weird noises and stuff yeah there were definitely times yeah. like i was like what is that that sound you know like what where did they get that from or a lot of like uh water dripping yeah there were water sounds it's like one track was like a radio playing or something i was like what is that dude or someone talking in the background i was trying to make out what they were saying but i also feel like the album has a lot of I don't know what to call it, but like vintage, I guess you would call it now, influences like 70s type sounds. Yeah. And I think a lot of what makes me think of that is things like the way the drums are played, like the type of fills that are played sound like they're kind of from that era. And some of the chord progressions and stuff. Um, kind of feel to me like 70s or 60s music i guess yeah um, i totally agree it's with that. it's funny you say that because um like my closest comparison with this record is uh that neil young comes a time neil young okay i wrote that i, I wrote yeah. neil young down as I did well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so like uh i'm not like a huge neil young fan but i, I love mm-hmm. uh comes a time i love that record it's like a it's like a great like uh quiet like kind of chill record to put on but like kind of interesting and there's sort of like valleys and peaks to it and uh this is like the the indie rock version yeah of Mm -hmm. of that record like sort of filtered through like beach boys like pet sound like that sort of pet sounds uh generic like whatever um i don't know that's that's uh with like some shins sprinkled in there or something Mm -hmm. i agree with that totally i also put the birds down um yeah i also put the eagles (laughs) (laughs) there are some like there are some like classic rock guitar moments i think like yeah like on birds especially i was like the eagles neil young birds is the one i definitely (laughs) will go like neil young
the the thing for me though is like the like the sound of the record to me has more of like a um like post grunge alternative kind of vibe to it. So he does um, have this voice, I thought. Uh like yeah, his there's, vocal some, yeah, there's some like times. Yeah, and there's there's definitely some like goofy like um there's a sort of like playfulness to it. Um mm-hmm. that re- sort of reminds me of like the shins, which I almost wish they would like tone down a bit. Like uh, the stuff that I like the best is a sort of like really melancholic, like the darker, uh, more wistful kind of uh, songs, I think are like a bit more interesting. I don't know. I I wish they would like it was just like serious and like. So what are your favorite songs? My favorite songs. uh, I mean, clearly, um, what's it called? You got me all wrong is like the. Yeah. Like yeah, the, I like that one too. Yeah. Like the standout uh, rocker. You got me all wrong. You got me all wrong. You got me all wrong. Uh, 50 Cents, I like a lot. I love when it comes, like it, uh, comes back in with like the tempo change. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's like a breakdown. It's like mm-hmm. an indie rock breakdown. Yeah. Um, put that in jams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you make me feel uncomfortable. That was the other, uh, the other one I liked a lot. Those are like the those are like the three like sort of standouts for me that I think I would put on like a tape or something, and and the rest of it's like I don't, not filler like it works as a record for me, mm-hmm. but it's not like I would oh I want to go to this track or that right. track. Well, you hit some stuff that was cool to me. Like I thought there were some moments that sounded very like melancholic and big. You know, like when you had mentioned the stuff about seeing them live first and then listening to this i sort of had a similar thought but in the reverse direction because i've never seen them um of like some of these songs sound like they could be super super they could be played in like a heavier way or more rocking way live or like really get loud and like heavier or something so i was i was i guess i'm curious if that was like sort of the way it was delivered or not um it's funny because me and one of my buddies was talking about them earlier and um they didn't uh like i've seen when i saw the shins they um a, a lot of their stuff they like pepped it up you know it was like they played it a lot quicker it was like kind of more like rocking uh <laughs> sounding I, i'm pretty sure that these guys kept it like pretty dreary <laughs> um you know i think there was that sort of like quiet loud dynamic to it um but it wasn't the sort of like rockness no wall of but, sound and stuff r- right but the, but the drum, at least the second time we saw him, the drummer uh, was like a thousand times more energetic than like the, like just his demeanor than like the song he was playing. Like big old <laughs> smile. It's like, just in like, a good mood. Yeah, just like rocking out. And like, <laughs> but awesome. it was, it was, it was like a real weird, like uh, disparate kind of dynamic they had. That's awesome. Have they had a consistent lineup like through the years, as far as you know? Or I don't or do know. You know, I don't, you know, this yeah. is one of his bands. Like I don't, I don't know anything about them. 
Like they're okay. like a total mystery. I didn't to me. look up anything about them. I Me kind either. of skimmed the like Apple Music bio, uh, and I saw that they're from the same town in California as the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, the I only mean, like factoid I yeah, digested. Yeah. I I dug into a bunch of stuff, but um, I mean they're like not. There's not that much about them on the internet yeah. either that I could find. Gotcha. Okay. So I thought that that song, um, the uncertainty of how things are had like one of those more mm -hmm. sad like big moments on it i also thought that song sounded that's one of my least favorite songs so it was not necessarily one of my favorite songs but i just remember that moment being prominent that was me. one of the more like i put that it was one of the more theatrical ones yeah. Also, I didn't think of the Shins comparison, although I think that's good. But the comparison that I thought of was like Flaming Lips. And I feel like that was one of the songs that like reminded me of Flaming Lips. See, I thought of Radiohead. Like I thought that song sounded like Creep so much I to can me. see some Radiohead type things there. A little I'm not bit, like enough of a yeah. Radiohead aficionado to like really make the direct comparisons. But that's just the vibe I got. Um, like I've never. What's the, what's the record with Creep on it? I've never listened to that record. But I have almost everything after I that. mean that that record is the least it's like no one listens to that radio I love record. That record. It, they only listen to creep I mean I guess Brian listens to <laughs> I it, love I love most people don't listen to I know I know so people like, make fun about pop pa pa Pablo honey and the Benz are my two favorite radiohead right the, the two I like, like the Benz the two like yeah. alternative the like, Benz is awesome I I actually really haven't listened to Pablo honey so so that oh, was like I love the it. note tomorrow's assignment the note I wanted to write down was that it sounds like Pablo honey era radiohead but I've only ever listened to creep but so I can't put that in what down, that sounds you know? like. <laughs> yeah you know like going back and listening to the record, like with like listening to it, like with the ear to like, uh, oh, we're gonna talk about this. Like the the recordings, like some of the stuff they do with like the recording reminds me a lot of uh, Shape of Punk to Come, like mm -hmm. the weird mixing, like taking pulling different things and like having these sort of like weird mixing and like ch changing, like uh, slowing stuff down with the recording and messing messing with the actual recording and stuff. Like, um, not that this sounds anything like that, but it's like a it feels to me like a lo-fi version of of that, like that kind of like um, approach to like um, like building the record in, in the studio, you know. Yeah, we're Zach when we need a man talking about the refused. Um, that is, it's fun. It's what's funny because I, you know, I email you guys all the time, um, complaining about his opinions, but like I, he and I probably have like the closest, like uh, in terms of like hardcore and all that stuff we'd probably listen to all the same stuff <laughs> that's why i mean you see yourself in them right like mm -hmm. <laughs> own worst enemy <laughs> oh man i wish zach was here so you could just lay into him man he deserves it you know well, i can't even remember all his transgressions i remember the, that dog thing and the uh, minneapolis thing was the biggest one <sighs> so wrong he's just wrong Rough. okay well here's a fun game uh james what do you think or Zach's favorite tracks on this album, and we'll figure out later oh, if man. you're right. Actually, like, because usually you just pick your least favorite, and that's <laughs> Zach's favorite, right? The uncertainty of how things are. Um, yeah, probably. You'll get yours, and then 
Probably like the last two tracks. Yeah. I was gonna put meeting people or or just another girl, but I would my, my just another strongest girl is the is... one that sounded like Elliot Smith the most to me. Hmm. So I'm a faux Elliot Smith fan. I've only ever listened to either or. Oh. You got to get into it. I know. Yeah. That's surprising. A lot James. of good albums there. I know. I'm a poser. Just start at the beginning. What's the beginning? Can't go wrong. Is that the name of the album? <laughs> no. I mean, like, what was Roman Candle? Yeah, Roman Candle. Uh, okay. See, I would, I would start. I always tell people to start at the end with, uh, mm. from a basement. I feel like that's like the most. Uh, like the easiest entry point because it's like the most like poppy and like they're like song you know they're like yeah they're not the singer songwriter stuff i sort of have trouble getting into that album i've never really given it a fair shake i I feel like uh what's the one with the the famous mural on it figure eight figure eight that i feel like the best starting point maybe but I, i don't i don't like uh from a basement quite as much as i used to um uh xo's probably my favorite right yeah. now but um, so a lot. yeah i don't the um the sort of stuff where it's just him and a guitar are like probably the, the least interesting for me hmm. well there's a, like great songs in there i just um right I, I like i like when he sort of like figured out how to like write the whole song mm-hmm. so you you like you you said you kind of had like a narrow focus on like punk and hardcore back in the day and then branched out like I was like all like the metal kid, you know, sludge, doom, just heavy, heavy bands. Downs Nola was in my CD player for like years. You sounded like the kind of thou fan we hate. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's who I was. First question I asked you last time you came on, like, why didn't you pick an I Hate God record? And uh, <laughs> so like I, I made a point, like I need to listen to other stuff. And I was like, I just went and like got like an infographic of like here's like if you're gonna start you hitting your into, music infographic into different genres James. here's where you start and i elliot smith was on one of them and I, I mean i really liked it i just hadn't gone back and tried his other records well i mean he's probably one of those artists too where they have such a seemingly dense catalog that it's like you know like built to spill you mentioned built to spill and like they're one of those bands for me like i looked at that you know i i um i like keep it like a secret but um I mean, what, they have like a million records like yeah or like bell and sebastian or something like yeah there's another band time that, like you know that always uh hard to know where to start the, i don't know if this is true but it's my impression that every bell and sebastian album sounds exactly the same uh, <laughs> it's a good sound but may, maybe that's not true <laughs> what's the one they're one with like a black and white cover on it's like a, a full-on dance that's record. What, it's like every single one in it. the wood tiger or something no there was like a newer record they put out. I say newer. Girls in Peacetime Want to Dance. Know. It was like a full-blown mm. like dance record almost. Um, oh, well, maybe they're proving me wrong. That's, that's, that's one of those bands where like I have an idea in my head of what I think they sound like, but it's probably not even... It's yeah. probably right. Dude, those are also one of those bands that was on an infographic when I decided to like broaden my horizons. If you're feeling sinister. I mean, I've listened to more of their stuff since then, but... That was one of their first records. Yeah. That I listened to. 
So Patrick, what were your favorite songs on this album? I kind of like the first half of the album the best. Uh, my mine is uh, the uncertainty of how things are was not one of my favorites, but uh, everything else one through six I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second half of the album, uh, I started to get a little bored maybe, but I do like you got me all wrong. Um, yeah, I just like how simple it is, and I kind of like the uh, sentiment mm-hmm. expressed because I always have this thing Hannah knows this where it's like. I don't know. I feel like people uh, always saying to other people, like, oh, I'm surprised you did that or something, where it's like, what, do you think you have a perfect model of how this person acts? Like, like <laughs> you don't really know that person that well. It's like, yeah. it, why are you surprised that they did that? You don't really know how they're going to act. But anyway, I don't know if that's exactly what he was saying with the song, but there's only like three or four lines in it, and 50% of them are more, you got me all wrong. I would accuse I like take- that. I would accuse you and Hannah of, of feeling like you have a perfect model of how I would act between each other. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, and you you got me all wrong, okay? Uh, <laughs> That's true, James. I do put you in a box. One of my per like you weren't expecting that many emails to get answered while you were gone. No, I told Patrick <laughs> I was like I'm very impressed with James. Um, <laughs> I literally said that to him. So my favorite tracks: Birds. I liked a lot. Nobody's perfect. And I liked Starting Five. Like starting Five was really catchy. It's like yeah. a little up-tempo. Mm-hmm. That was one of the popular ones, I yeah. thought. Yeah, the first two tracks were two of my favorites, for sure. Uh, the first song kind of reminded me of Pinback a little bit, which I liked a lot. Obviously, number 10. I like the Elliot Smith one, too. Just another girl. Yeah, pin, Pinback like was the other, like, point of reference for me with, with mm. this band. Because they were maybe a band that, um, I mean, not that I'm a They're huge... probably around the same yeah, yeah. time, I guess. Yeah, and I'm not, like, a huge Pinback fan. But, like, there was definitely a couple of records of theirs I was probably listening to. Or at least Blue Screen Life, probably around the same time as this. But 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 Dios Malos is, like, uh, it's, like, the same kind of indie rock as pin back minus the sort of like um self-indulgent uh overuse of like focal harmonies and like mm. jagged dancey mm. guitar lines or whatever <laughs> uh, and i'm saying this as a fan like a semi-fan yeah, of pinback, but um yeah i don't know they, i feel like yeah. they're in the same realm realm or something mm-hmm. yeah did they ever remind you guys of the beatles <laughs> dios malice yes Maybe like like in a Kevin Bacon like three steps whatever it is three degrees away mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah, through through their influence. At a couple but... a couple points, I was like thinking of the Beatles. Like all said done. Is that their? I, don't know, I just wrote done. that down. Is yeah, that, that's it. Is that what's called? Okay. Track number five. Like the ooh la laws. Like a lot of them. That kind of reminded of me. They they kind of the Beatles, or you know, just remind me of King's X. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. How influenced by King's X is thou, Brian? Don't break my heart here. 
ever heard until uh, the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to cry. Same, we had never listened <laughs> to I am the either. worst out then. Um, <laughs> I thought, like, in the second half, like, there were moments where I was like, wait, did I hear this moment in another song? Like, that's one of the knocks I had on this record. Like, mm. some parts almost sounded like reprises of previous songs. But maybe it was intentional. I mean, I mean, I liked it, but that if I was going to say like what my negatives were, that would be one of them is some of them were like similar tempo to each other or similar. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, like I said, um, I feel like the record works as a record, but um, it's hard to just pull. You know, other than like a couple of songs for me, it's hard to just pull a song out um, like it's not some other it's not something I would just go to like a track, you know, um, like, um, have you heard that band bugging hardcore mm-mm. band? No. Oh, y'all gotta check. Y'all gotta check this out. That's bugging. So, like, bugging. Bugging. Oh, that's so sick. G-G-I-N. Yeah. So sick. But, uh, like that's some band or, uh, or like turnstile, right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. like where I'll go, Oh, I gotta listen to this one track like 10 times yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, you know, this just isn't like this is like I want to put this record on, like listen to this. I might listen to the record three times in a row if I'm mm-hmm. sitting at the shop or something, but um Yeah. You know, it's not it's, um, Yeah, it's just kind of like a different pace, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, it makes most sense as a full record. I'm glad you mentioned turnstile. aren't they like gigantic now? Huge. You tell I mean, me, I don't know. They just put a new record out. I think they're uh, getting more popular with every release. I got my turnstile shirt on. Yeah, today. I was about to say Patrick. Oh, yeah, so I, was, I, I could see it. Yeah. No, I, I um, that's a band I kind of slept on until recently, and then they um, they put out that um, that like kind of string of songs. I randomly watched that, that like twelve minute video or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking like three about. or four songs. Yeah. And and then that they sort of like tight. yeah, they sort of click for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that all their stuff. I I haven't been disappointed by anything I've checked out by them so far. Well, yeah, now I'm kind of going back with like, it's, it's, um, they, they were just kind of a weird band for me because, um, all, all these sort of like knuckle dragger, like dumbass hardcore people liked them around here. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, it's like some tough guy shit or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I caught them for a minute at, um, they played a show and we were, we were tabling it for the shop and I, I caught a few minutes of them and I'm like, Oh, it's like a pop punk band or something. I'm not, yeah. And I was like, I don't understand like why these like. I'm surprised heads. that you said that. Yeah, because I would have thought that they <laughs> like the old heads would have been like that's not real hardcore or something. You know. No, I mean all these like I guess because they have breakdowns or whatever. But um, you know, and then and then I just kind of like blew them off or whatever. And then uh, when I saw that those videos, I was like, oh, they're they're like weirdos. They're like total like freaks <laughs> and like. And then it sort of clicked like it. It's. I started to reframe them as like, um, like Avail. You know that band Avail. Uh, mm-hmm. Y'all into that band? I don't think I. I don't know. No. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Y'all are fucking up. I'm taking right. notes. Don't so, worry. So, uh, Hot Water Music. Yeah, yeah, I know them. Okay, so like, um, at one point, um, there's like Avail and there's Hot Water Music, and they're like very similar, but like Hot Water Music is sort of like the, like the emo kids, like Hot Water Music. And like the hardcore kids like Avail. Okay. And um I love I mean, I've been listening to Avail since high school. Um, but if you just sit down and listen to them, I mean they basically sound like 
a pop punk, like a sort of like anthemic pop punk mm-hmm. band or something. Um, but I came at them hearing them as like hardcore or something. Uh, and turnstiles like that, it's like it, if on paper, it just sounds like pop punk or something, but they're a hardcore band, but it's really something even kind of more than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Turns, turnstiles a bit more like, um, experiment like more modern like they're like clearly more like experimental with like the sound and um mm. the dynamics of stuff they're trying to do in like the studio and 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 that kind of and like bringing in like different um like different genre type stuff is kind of interesting a Ava- veil real straightforward but like that's like my that one once it like clicked like that like then i was like oh i'm i'm on board i like this i'm down with this i want to return to this topic but i think Turnstile or avail both. Uh, Patrick and Hannah are gonna rein me in if, if we keep going though. So I will we'll do this when we when we wrap up. But uh, does anybody have any other straight thoughts about Dios? Um, um, on the I uh, just a tidbit I read on Wikipedia that I thought was funny and cool was that uh, kind of going back to the home recording thing. They their first demo that apparently they got it reviewed in Tape Op, which is like a popular recording magazine that is still going and i just thought that was cool tape op's cool so they knew somebody i don't think they knew anybody i think they just got it i didn't know that tape op did like music i don't think they really do anymore i think they did like interviews back in the day yeah Yeah. i think there was more reviews there's a gear review section of this site we should send them some cables (laughs) we got to send Dow some cables first i owe you guys I haven't forgotten. I can't that. do anything with the. I don't know. What am I going to do with that? Yeah. What is? Brian I'll send you a microphone for? cable. All right. Cool. I'm just trying to find like the. Have room. you ever made a microphone cable, James? What do you think I'm using right now? I don't know. I guess like I'm just terrified that I'm going to send you guys stuff and it's not going to work good, and I, I want to make sure that it's on hey, point. It's, if it's free, I mean, Matthew's been buying like uh, like five dollar cables off of Amazon or something. That's what I used to do when I played guitar. I don't play guitar anymore. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold statement. I don't play guitar anymore. I'm just anymore. kidding. I just moved an amp. I, mean, it's I moved honest, a speaker but... cabinet into this room. It's my the body. My my copying the body rig is in the other room. Oh, they hate that. They hate when people copy their rigs. Oh, dude. I've tried yeah, to slow they... down videos and figure out what that SVT2 Pro is. They stop. They stop telling people all their secrets. They were mad about it. Oh man, that's so. We're trying to go the other direction. We're trying to just put all the secrets out there. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Uh, so yeah, yeah. dude. I, Emotion. I, emotional nudity <laughs> like you were you were talking about last time you were here like i used to book shows and you're like you should book well next time thou tours book us or whatever it's like i my band would have to open for y'all because like we're the only other heavy band that's not like a. It, anyway we we would have to open for y'all and I, i'd be embarrassed to show y'all my rig because it's it's just it's a travesty i don't know anything about gear so i'll just i'll just be bored if you show me the rig perfect well there's one but i'll be i'll try to be very polite (laughs) (laughs) we're we're all usually pretty polite when people show us gear things (laughs) oh man or somebody wants to talk to you about downs nola yeah yeah matthew might want to talk about that i don't know he might he might be into that band dude well it's going to be discussed on this podcast eventually so you know we'll talk about there's better, there's much better, like more obscure, like New Orleans stuff we could be getting into if we we're going to do some New Orleans stuff. What are we? That'd be cool. What, what's the uh, Donovan Wolfington? 
Oh, you all like that band? Uh, I like I like their latest record, their last record. But I oh, also the had earl, the earl, the early stuff. I had the one before that, and I like that one too. But I, I liked the, the the first one, "Stop Breathing," and uh, the seven inch that came out right around then. That's the good stuff. Where they're just like a lifetime ripoff. I have "How to Treat the Ones You Love" and "Waves." Oh <laughs> That's like it's like when they got into, um, you know, like that band Pears from here. I don't know. You know them like a pop punk band on uh, Fat Records. It's like sort of like uh, pop Fat Records pop punk, but then like kind of metal riffs and all. It's like okay, you know, just, be a, pop, just be a pop punk band. I'll I'll look up their older stuff. I'll, I'll try to do it. Yeah, right. first the first the first uh, LP and the first seven is great. All right. Yeah, good dudes. Patrick, would you like to describe the album art? Uh, sure. So, but which one am I doing here? James found an alternate album art that I guess I can. Well, what are, what album art do you have? Do Brian? the one on Spotify. When, when you think of the album, I've art, got the, it. I've got the sunset, the sun or the yeah, sunrise. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, that's what we have. Yeah, we'll go for that one first. So, title of the album is Dios, and that word appears in the bottom right in sort of a mono space type font. That's like, and then the word is small. It's like right over the sun, which is rising on like a, it looks like a sunrise to me. And that's pretty much it. It's like your sunrise gradient, but it kind of goes from yellow to like purple to black. There's not really any reds there. But James found some kind of alternate album art, which is also a sunrise, <laughs> but it's upside down and there's a tree. I'm looking at it. It's like, like a tree yeah. being reflected. I like it too. I like that. I like the tree. I think it's a reflection on a pond or something. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's a reflection on a pond, I think. Yeah. But, but I think it still might be upside down. I think the top might be the reflection. You might be right. Oh, you can get this for like a dollar off, uh, off of Discogs. There you go. Uh, yeah, we need to make a deal with Sisters in Christ to like, I, w- I want to start buying all, either vinyl or cassette or CD of every re- record we cover. You know. I don't know how much stuff we have of the things that you guys have. Um, I know it's, it'd be tough. Yeah, I don't. Um, who calls so loud? We've had that. Um, do you have there? Uh, do you have the the two by ten inch? We, we've right had now? we've do had you know? it before. I, I think it's out of print though now. It is. I think it it's is. like I a big money it record. It's like a money record, isn't it? A little bit, a little bit. I don't think it's too extreme, but. It might um, go for like a hundred dollars or something. Uh, did, are are they on the split with Malady, the Tijuana Malady? I don't, I don't think so. I think they only had the self-titled EP and the self-titled LP, which was the two ten inches. Hold on, I'm looking. I'm yeah. looking this up because uh, we have that ten inch. Uh, oh, drowning with our anchors. I think that band was related to okay. Who Call So Loud. I don't actually know, so, but I uh, have to check was, them out. It was so funny to me uh, that like that was the pick that who calls a lot in that lineage because it's like um, you know those dudes were in um, right like portraits of past and like a million like yeah. I mean, for me, that's the one that really vibes with me the most. Yeah, I don't. I just really like that band. <laughs> I, I liked uh, I liked Funeral Diner a lot. I thought Funeral Diner was cool. That's what Patrick yeah, was saying. They're right cool there. as well, but. Uh, for some reason, whenever I go, I think it's partially just because I found Call So Loud first because I'm coming to all this stuff after the fact. And 
So then when I go listen to Funeral Diner, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is cool, but I'd rather just listen to Who Calls So Loud. Yeah. I mean, even though they're very similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, I think of that, that kind of screamo stuff, like it was always um, like uh, a band I had seen. I, I almost, I have to see the man. Um, other than maybe um, Circle Takes a Square, who um, like I randomly met Kathy on like one of the mm-hmm. first tours I went on. She gave me the Circle Takes a Square, like the, like the demo CDR. Yeah. And then, so that's, that's how kind of we got all like the me and like my friend group got into them from like just yeah. having that being kind of passing around. She was nice about our episode we did on them. Oh, what'd mm-hmm. she say? She was like, oh, you should talk to what's, what's the guy's name? I, I, I'm not as I don't know. That Anthony. Name. Anthony. Yeah. Just about like the recording. Yeah. And, stuff. and we chickened out. We haven't. Yeah, out. we chickened out. Oh, come on. He does follow her audio cables on Instagram. Though. Oh, man. She, she wanted to set us straight on a few things, though, right? I think so. Like, I think she ha- might have had, like, a similar response to, like, maybe the recording process wasn't as well thought out as we gave it credit for or something. Or, like, how organic it might have been, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Because we really, liked gushed over that record, all of us. So. Yeah, I, I liked I liked that episode. It was good. It was fun. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting when you guys talk about stuff that I don't, I've never heard of, but, um, like, it's super interesting when you talk about, like, stuff i'm very yeah yeah, like yeah yeah i mean i imagine like if people are listening and we're listening to it we're talking about a record they like there's some moments where they want to scream at their radio like what are you guys talking about you know but hey probably sorry bros did y'all tag third man when you posted the that dog on instagram we're always too scared to do stuff like that we never oh, tag no 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 you gotta just you guys <laughs> we did tag circle takes the square which is like how yeah. captain like saw it they're internet weenies they i'm sure they saw it yeah <laughs> i guess i'm just and like she listened to the episode so oh yeah i bet yeah but aside from that did you tag true widow no i was a little disappointed in how that episode came out so i was like oh yeah embarrassed you thought that to show was bad, dan so that episode i really want to ask That's him fine. to come on the, the podcast but I'm embarrassed yeah, after what, that episode. What was what was the band that um, Dan from True Widow was in before? Yeah. True, what was the '90s like? Uh, I was trying to think of that because um, is it slow? I ride? thought of it when y'all did no. the episode. Like, uh, yeah, you mentioned it in an email. Did I not slow dive? But uh, slow ride. I thought. Oh, slow ride. I don't think that's Dude, it. Yeah, that that was what it was. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, someone needs to repress that. That's like good, like '90s alternative sounding mm-hmm. stuff. So after that episode, I went and listened to that. And it was like, that was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it too. Well, okay. What's the consensus on this DS record? Because uh, let me just put this out there. They're like, pick this record. One of the reasons why I picked this record, other than that I was listening to it a bunch, is like, I thought that potentially it'd be a record that, that y'all would like. I was trying to I was trying to pick something that I felt like could like work with the thing although i was sort of fearful that there'd be like a oh this is too generic this is too flaccid get this out of here that's <laughs> really flaccid yeah well you know it's uh, like it's it's yeah. like a you know it's like a indie rock record yeah no i mean overall i liked it a lot i will probably return to it um i feel like james and i a lot of times will like talk about like records that like you feel like cool listening to which like (laughs) sounds dumb but like i feel like this is kind of like that where like you know you could like put it on at your house like with people over and like 
you would like feel cool or maybe if like, or, like put it on, it on a record store you own or something like that yeah or that make you know. people feel cool for being and it's there it's really just all for show but you know yeah i i liked it <laughs> i thought like uh it had some like standout tracks and moments that are memorable so those were like those are going to appear on playlists going forward for me and then um get, i thought there were some spotify numbers up for them right that's right i thought there were some tracks that yeah i could have done without or something like they were just weren't that stand out to me but overall i liked it it was a positive for me i liked it and what hannah mentioned earlier was like you're listening to it and you just think of all these influences and like it's got this vintage sound that it makes you think of every once in a while and then like these grunge sound this grungy sound or like this 90s sound and it make it, it just yeah. is i i think i mentioned at the beginning it's like a cozy album or something in that way like so that part of it i really liked it they definitely f- they feel like the sort of like uh 2000s indie rock answer to the late 90s alternative like um low h and like what whatever like those kind of like that realm of like bands from the late 90s that came from like the indie scene but like kind of blew up when alternative was like a huge thing would have like one or two hits mm-hmm. um they they remind me of that they have that sort of like quality to them but but in a good way like in a like one hit wonder type way right what that makes me think of is like um this is again showing how plebe i am pleb plebeian whatever the band extreme hair band they, they have that song like uh, more than words that was really popular an acoustic ballad no man you guys are all way too cool but uh in the 90s like they they just like went grunge you know like they made grunge albums that were just like everyone's chasing that sound you know and, and i think like it feels this feels like a more honest evolution of what people were doing in that t- time or whatever we'll be sure to let them know i don't think i don't think extreme would be interested in doing our podcast you never know y'all don't know who nuno yeah, bit cord is guitarist you've mentioned that name several times Very but good i don't really know anything about the person all right. There was a riff that you play a lot that you oh, thought you yeah. made up, but Nino Betancourt made it <laughs> I up. I never thought I made it up. I think you guys thought I made it up. I've always known it's from, from Nuno. Oh, that thing from you Nuno. would play all Nuno. the time. Yeah. The practice noodling, man. Everybody's got yeah. it. Yeah. That one? Uh, oh, that one. I did I think I did really make that. <laughs> like the hoedown. The hoedown <laughs> riff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What about you, Patrick? Did you like it? I liked it. If I'm being honest, I don't think I'm going to really return to it that frequently. Um, I don't know if I liked it that much, but I, I did like it. Um, it's too flaccid for you. Maybe a little bit to, to really completely click with me, but I don't know. I mean, I, li- I, like, I like tons of flaccid music, so. You're busy know. listening to Elliot Smith. Yeah. <laughs> was it, was it snarky? Uh snarky? Maybe a little bit at times. Not overly. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have caught it that much. I, I didn't feel that way yeah. listening to it. Does this snarky talk get edited out, or do we leave it in? You'll just have to wait and see. Okay. <laughs> I don't always listen. I to should try to ask. Yeah, so gets... if I remember. Yeah. My microphone won't stay down. Oh. I should never have mentioned that. No, yeah, dude. That's that's the stuff that is important. I want to know how how your brain thinks of these albums. Right. Deep down. What about you, Brian? Did you like it? I liked it. 
I'll come back the <laughs> hundred or so more times. So, so Patrick and Hannah are like they have an aversion to picking albums that are like near and dear to their hearts because they think. Oh, I don't tear them up. Wait, me? I feel like you do too. Yeah. What have my picks been? I don't. You tell me. That dog, Nomdi. Little Sims, Nomdi. These are all yeah. near and dear to my heart. I thought I okay. Sorry, Patrick has an aversion to picking albums that are like yeah, near Patrick and dear to his heart. does. So so like. How, how do you feel about that, Brian? Would you pick something like what, what would be an album that's like I love every single track on this album? It's a ten out of ten for me. Uh, maybe the last Pygmy record would be yes, one. Sir. Would be a fun one. Um, you should do. You guys should should talk about that. You should pick. We should pick one because Patrick loves that band too. I, I want to hear Patrick yeah, talk about that. They're band. good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I'm not that. Uh, it, it wouldn't. If, if if I were picking stuff based on what it was, that like oh it's one of my favorite records um, I'm not that worried about you guys tearing it up because I'm gonna like my uh, stuff regardless it, you know our opinion is yeah, I mean like I'm still I mean I'm still gonna like it you know like, whether or not yeah. y'all like but like the the things that like I was sort of like thinking about picking were all things that I thought um, I've been listening to however many episodes. <laughs> Of the podcast, I was like, "Oh, this is something that maybe I'll like." Yeah, uh, I try to. I try to think of that sometimes. Like, what would spur some good conversation, or like mm-hmm. lure Zach into a trap of disagreeing with us? Yeah, I, <laughs> I get. I guess like I, like the stuff that I'm what that I would be thinking of picking is all stuff that like um, I think you would like. Maybe you haven't heard uh, like stuff that I feel like is maybe a little bit more obscure, but. Um, there's a band called Shyster, uh, the sort of like emo pop punk band. Uh, that some of their stuff I th- y'all would like a lot. Uh, in certain aspects of it, the drumming I think you guys would be real. Some of you would be real pumped on. I don't know. There's some stuff like that that was sort of like hanging around my head, and and then like yeah. some like hardcore stuff like Zayo or whatever. That that was what I wanted. To get God, I love I love Zayo. All right, well, let me try to wrap this up. One other comment that I meant to make was just that I thought this album was, like, kind of a good pick in, like, going with what we originally said was the theme of the podcast, which was, like, albums that, like, you know, when they first came out, maybe, like, didn't get as much, like, attention or whatever as they, like, should have. And I feel like we've kind of, like, gone away from that necessarily, like, strictly enforcing our picks. But, like, because, like, James, had you heard this album? I had never heard this band, no. Yeah, like none yeah, of us had. So that was my thought. It's like it's like a buzz band thing where we just consume an album and it's it's gone after a few months these days. So I guess when we first started, like maybe like oh let's go and actually re- reconsider some of these records that came out that maybe weren't like huge buzz records or something. Yeah, and I mean I guess I don't know if it was at the time, but my impression is that this wasn't like a huge buzz record. I think this record got a really high pitch. Re- uh, really, great like a. I saw that pitchfork oh, or something. I mean, they did have the song on the OC, so that's there's a something. lot of bad. There's a lot of bad music on the OC, though. <laughs> this is not the first. A lot of good music on the OC. There, there's some good ones, but there's definitely a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of bad stuff. Thanks for listening, Brian. Thanks for lending your time. Thanks for picking a good record for us to listen to. 
And uh, if you'd like to give us some recommendations, review the albums yourselves, or uh, ask us anything else, you can email us at clubclub at hardaudiocables.com. You can follow us at Hard Audio Cables on Instagram. Patrick and Hannah are at I Wish I Could Skateboard. Zach wasn't on today, but he's at the Cookie Monster 258. And then Brian, I, I don't know which one it is, which one you are. The Thou, the Thou Instagram Thou universe is fast. I'm the official. Thou official is Brian. Thou band official. Thou band official. I'll remember that. Thanks, guys. See y'all later. I have so many questions, Brian. What do you want to know?